This is Moments with Foo with James Foo Torres, better known as Foo, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Moments with Foo is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Foo. Hello and welcome to Moments with Fu. I'm your host, James Fu Torres, but you can call me Fu, hence the name of the podcast. And today I have Robert B. Foster. He's an international speaker and a podcast host, and I'm going to let him tell you more about that. But first, Robert, how are you? Doing well, thanks. Thank you for the opportunity to be on. Yeah, thanks uh, for taking the time. I'm excited to get into it. Uh, so let's kick it off with a quick uh, introduction about yourself and your company. All right, well, as you said, I'm Robert Foster. I'm in Rhode Island, down here in Charlestown by the beaches. And what I do, I spent a good amount of time in the fitness industry. Like, I'm still in the fitness industry now, but I'm transitioning into speaking. I host a podcast, and I help people take the, the messes of their life and turn them into powerful stories. Awesome. I love it. You know, taking the that that trauma that that past that 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 thing that could be baggage or whatever yeah. you want to call it and, and turn it into into something that actually it, it becomes your 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 life's mission purpose something that you share and empower not only yourself but other people that that's something that I I believe very strongly I mean I I the main reason that I I started my marketing journey in public relations was because I I like the storytelling I like the the really tell the why more than just being salesy. So that's why, like when you, I told you this when when we did our first call, it, it, that's something that we can really resonate uh, in because it's it's something that stories as humans we're storytellers and it's something that is very important, and critical for like life, and then in business is no different. So. Yeah. <laughs> um. So true. um. You know, giving you know, giving your expertise in 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 helping people to to craft their stories. Uh, I, I, this is this is something that it will be relevant for any, anybody, right? Uh, it, regardless of you're doing for an interview for a job, uh, or you are developing your your talk to speak or your book or whatever the case may be, even introducing yourself on a networking group, you you need to have that story nailed down and and have a very effective efficient and easy to understand. So what would be your advice for business leaders or aspiring business leaders that want to get their their story as efficient and, and punchy and, and impactful as possible, but just they don't know how to do it? What, what would be your advice for them? The first bit of advice would be to realize that your story is not about you. And that's one of the toughest things that I get people to understand is that nobody nobody cares about your story on the surface people want to hear your story as it pertains to them so as you're crafting your story like what does well first who is my audience what are their biggest pain points how can my experience and my knowledge help alleviate those pain points and how can i position myself as the right person to help them and as you're piecing your story together you put those four things into alignment, now you have a story that's powerful versus just getting in front of people and just telling them what you do, telling them your resume, telling them what your titles are, 
that is all about you. So for example, if, if I'm going to speak to people about fitness, I'll get up on stage and I'll start asking questions. Like, have you ever looked in a mirror and didn't like what you saw? Did you ever try to run up a flight of stairs and you had to stop halfway because you couldn't breathe? You know, did you ever bend down to pick up something and your back hurts? Things of that nature. So now I'm getting into the minds of the audience and they're thinking, yeah, I can't walk upstairs without getting winded. Or, you know, I try to roll over in bed and my back cracks, you know. So it's like I'm relating into real life situations with them. So it's not just me saying, I'm Rob, I have 20 years training experience, I train 3,000 people, we've lost over 15,000 pounds. Nobody cares about that. You know, like, they don't care about that yet. You know, when you first get up there, they want to know, all right, this guy understands me, he knows my pain, he feels my pain, and I can feel the passion in his story. Now I want to hear what he has to say. That's, that's, that's amazing. Thank you. Thank you for that. Because... Is it's something that I um you know I I, I kind of know and heard and you know I've discussed in a way, but you said it differently because you you went for just starting with that punchy line. I really liked it. Like your story is not about you, right? Like that's so punchy and good because it, it's like, what do you mean? My story is not about me. My story, right? What do you mean? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But but in reality is it's it's not that your story is not about you. It's a matter of the way that you tell your story, right? Like that that people we're all as humans, and this is something that you just gotta get in your mind. Like we're all selfish, right? Like we we, we and it, it's a base. It's a matter of survival too. It's like yeah. you have to you can't take care of others if you don't take care of yourself first. So 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 that's why we're always thinking about ourselves because we yeah. well in most people uh, are operating from a place of survival. Like most people yeah. are in a sad reality, but it is what it is. And that's why, like, you know, there's such a boom of, like, people, like, oh, like, doing doing entrepreneurship, doing things and doing getting out of the rat race and this, this the matrix or whatever people call it nowadays, right? Uh, because it's so, so you can start living a life that is not about survival and now it's about actually enjoying and stuff. So that's something yeah. that that uh, I, I really like about what you said there because really, really powerful, like, really in it relate your story to to why they should people should listen to you right yeah. uh, especially if you want to be a speaker uh, it's not about like hey look at me i'm this gut like figure it's it's about here's my story and this is and, and this is why you should care because i might be able to help you right or this yeah. perspective might be able to change some some something in your mind right like that's the the, the idea of like tedx or, or TED, ted talks in general right like that that the ideas worth spreading right like that, that. Yeah. so that's pretty cool that's pretty cool um and, and and do you have any um so so other than other than like realizing that your story is not yours right like your story is not yours how can you relate it to people do you have kind of like a like a framework very high level obviously we don't have to get super deep into all the details but you have like a like a framework that you would advise people to to kind of like segment things out so like look if i'm overwhelmed and i don't know what to start you just told me that my story is not mine i'm like wow like what where, where should i where should i go do you have any kind of pointers or something that you can give the audience yeah so over the last couple of years i developed a speaker framework 
So it's it's covered it covers four modules. It's very detailed. But to put it in a very simplistic form, if someone is bleeding, they want a band-aid, right? So if someone is hurting, they want hope. So your story is hope. You know, and so I'll give you a, a quick story to illustrate. So I had a bad knee injury in 2009 where doctors told me I was never going to run or jump again. And so I, I chose to not accept that diagnosis. You know, initially, it hit me hard because I'm a parent of five children, and they were, they were young when this happened. So I'm like, I'm not going to be able to play basketball with my kids. We're not going to be able to go on hikes. Like, we're not going to be able to run on the beach. And I just got into this negative headspace. But I'm also, I'm also a competitor. I'm a competitive athlete. So I was like, no, no, this is just another challenge that's been put before me. And I'm going to come back from this. And so we'll fast forward. I made a full recovery. So I got hurt during a track meet when I was 34. So it took seven years for me to get back out onto the track. But I got back out onto the track and I completed the comeback. And I've been, I've got 16 gold medals since I've been told that I would never run or jump again. I've completed 170 obstacle races. I've done a half marathon. I've done a 30 mile Spartan ultra. And I don't share that to be, to be like, wow, that that's amazing. I share that because someone tried to tell me what was possible for my, for my life. And I chose to take matters into my own hands. And so now how was that relevant to other people? So a fitness client joined my gym and she had multiple ankle surgery. She had pins in her ankles. So we were just doing squats and she was doing something different. And I was like, Hey, what's going on? And she kind of looked at me really sassy. It was like, I can't squat. And I was like, A, settle down. <laughs> and I was like, B, why can't you squat? And she's like, well, the doctors told me I can't squat. I said, okay, why? Why did they t tell you that? And she started telling me about the surgery. So I'm like, have you tried to squat? She's like, no. I said, well, how do you know you can't? I said, well, well the doc I said, okay, forget the doctors. Let's try to squat. And so she's, she bends. You know, she goes down a little. I said, all right, come over here. Take the TRX straps. I want you to back up a little, back straight, and just go down as far as you can. And so she kept going, kept going, kept going. I'm like, does it hurt? She's like, it's uncomfortable. I'm like, well, uncomfortable isn't hurt. So keep going. So she keeps going. And she was able to get all the way down. And within the next two to three minutes, she did 50 squats. And all because I shared with her what the doctor said to me and what I was able to accomplish. You know, I said, so somebody put a limitation on you and you chose to accept it. I said, so you have a choice right now. And now I'm not telling people out there to not listen to your doctor. That's, that's not what I'm saying. But I just told her, I said, but you have a chance right now to take control of your healing. I said, so let's try. And she ended up doing 50 squats. All I did was use my story to help remove that block that she placed on herself. I love it. I love it. Um, and, and that's something that I, I do something very similar. So that, that got me thinking of like me using my story of, you know, in marketing things, it's like, Hey, like we're doing these things. And like, because of my background doing this and blah, blah that's why I can do these things. And, and like, it, it's always, it's always not about just bragging or anything, right. It's about just being able to, to communicate the message from a place of experience, from a place of because of this, I I feel qualified or I feel like I have a, a good understanding or at least an idea 
of yeah. what this is, right? Like just taking it like from from one situation mm -hmm. to the other. So yeah. uh, that that's that's pretty pretty powerful. Uh, so what are some some challenges or friction points or you know roadblocks that you've seen from from people when it comes to to telling their story? What's something that kind of holds them? Is it the top, know, top three? Top three: fear, doubt, judgment. Those are the top three, and all three of those they're they're myths, like they're they're, they're non-existent because people only fear because you're unsure, you're unprepared, and you're unpracticed. You know that's why people have the fear, the fear of judgment and the fear of rejection. You know because they're they're afraid they're gonna get up on stage and they're gonna say the wrong things or they're not gonna be be relatable. But that's because you're not prepared. Like me, I'm I'm a seasoned speaker. If you ask me to get up on stage and speak about nuclear physics, that's not my area of expertise. So I'm gonna get up on stage and I'm gonna stammer all over the place because I'm not prepared to speak about that. So if you've gone through some type of trauma, you have to go through. Unfortunately, you have to revisit what happened. But then I'm not going to, you're never going to forget what happened, but so many people get caught up on the what. The power in your story is in the how you got through it. So I can say, yes, I had the bad knee injury. You know, my kneecap was four inches away from where it was supposed to be. You know, so like it, it was a bad, bad injury, but that's not, that's not the part that gets people to be like, oh my God. It's every day, the steps that I took every single day to make sure that I had a full recovery. And that is relatable to anything. If you get into a bad car accident, there's steps you have to take every day. If you're nine months pregnant with swollen feet and a bad back, there's steps you have to take every single day. If you're battling cancer, the steps you have to take every day. You know, if you lose a job that you've had for 30 years, there's steps you have to take every single day. So most people think that this story is not relatable. They're all relatable. Pain is pain. Struggle is struggle. Recovery is recovery. So whatever it is that you're going through, you can relate it to someone else. Because this goes back to it's not in the what. It's in the how you got through it. So once people understand that, they're going to take this storytelling. right? They're going to go from speaking to storytelling because it's two, two different things. Usually when people speak, They're just talking facts, so they're giving a presentation. When you're telling a story, you, you're given like an autobiography of how you moved on from whatever that pain was. I love it. I love it. Um, that's that's something, you know. I'm I'm taking taking notes. You know, I'm taking mental <laughs> notes right now, and I mean, I have this so I can listen to it. Um, uh, because it's it's it, it I. I've had a lot of like traumatic things, right? Like I, I lost my, my, I was raised without a dad because my dad mentally capacitated, had many challenges in businesses and in, in, in the business, hiring their own people or whatever. But it's not about like what happened, right? It's a matter that I'm about to be uh, doing this for almost two years full time. I'm still here, even though all those challenges, still yeah. pushing forward. I feel uh, more clear, more wise than ever. And those experiences, I'm never going to forget them. I'm never going to be like, like they didn't happen. And I, but, but I can heal and, and look at it as like, this is part of my story now. Like I went through it and, 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 and I'm coming out of it. And, 
stronger than they're ever, right? And and yeah. I always tell people to, um, because I truly believe this is um, I got I got those mistakes uh now like early. So then as I grow and then I'm doing, you know, seven figure deals, right? Six. I never done a, a six figure yet, but I you know six figures then seven figures, right? And and, yeah. and even you know, eight, nine figures, who knows, right? Or where I can get, um, it, it, that is something that I can then look back. It's like, oh, okay. So I, I lost, you know, a certain amount of money or like uh, I, I lost certain like talent or clients or whatever the case may be, right? Like I, I lost certain things and I learned, but it's like, that's my tuition. That was my tuition. That was my early mistake. So I don't do commit those mistakes later, right? So it's that, yeah. it's that, that how am I getting, um, <laughs> Through that, it's it's just by being persistent, by surrounding myself with the right people, by learning from those experiences, and now, so uh, hiring the right people and and, yep. and having something that it's not. I depend like because I was I just felt like I wasn't good enough. Like I was like, yeah. I'm just not good enough. So I need to hire some other people or whatever that are gonna be better. Mm. So then I can I can, uh, it just make make like make my business better like i i'm not yeah. good enough blah, 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 right and i started learning it's like damn like you know we're all, some people have more knowledge than others but we're all humans we're all trying to figure it out we're all <laughs> yeah i learned that along the way because i thought oh, all these people they have it figured out i just have to have money and uh, to hire them they're do it and i'll do these things and i learned a lot from that so you know i'm sharing this to try to apply what you are are are, are teaching, right? So like yeah. I, I love doing these things. I take this uh, <laughs> podcast to make it about like, okay, you're doing this, so let me do it on the spot, right? Like this is my story. This is the things that happen. Uh, but I, it's not about what happened. It's about how I'm overcoming it. So thank you yeah. for that. Hopefully, no what, what do you think? What do you think? I uh for my first try in, in here, just <laughs> like the detail, <laughs> or do you have any feedback? <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're doing you're doing fine. I mean, the the first step. Just like you said, you know, I'm not good enough. It's not that you're not good enough. You have to figure out what is your your five percent of genius. It's like what are you best at? Like with with me doing like with with um the explosion of artificial intelligence now, it works beautifully for me because the back office stuff is not my strong point. I can be in front of the camera all day long. Give me any topic. Like I don't I don't need powerpoints. I don't need notes. I I just show up. Whatever questions you ask me, I'm prepared with my answer. Like, I have that part dialed in. So that's my 5% of genius. Most people get caught up into the other stuff because they feel that they should do this or they should be doing that. And, and I'm like, no, I have no problems letting the artificial intelligence do all my social media posts and my blog posts and everything else. And then that way it frees me time to just work on my my content and what do I want to talk about today? I, I'm going to speak on this top, this podcast about resilience. I have to write this article on defying the odds. I have to speak on this podcast about health and wellness. And that's, that's where I shine. You know, like you can even tell in my speech, like you can tell people who aren't prepared, it shows up in their speech. And with this part, I don't struggle with that part because this is where I belong. So most people they they try to focus on what business or society says they, they should be working on, but then the thing that they do best is suffering because they're spread so far wide, you know? So when, when you can dial that in and say, I can have a virtual assistant do this, I can have, you know, an AI do this, I can have my significant other, you know, work on follow-up, that way I can produce content. 
you know, that's when your business is going to hit those six, seven, eight figures. Mm -hmm. No, no, I, I, I agree. Uh, that's uh, so such a, it's a good thing. Like when you said those things, I was like thinking, I was like, literally, I have my girlfriend doing my videos. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> yep. <laughs> I got a couple of assistants uh, internationally and I got some stuff. It's like, yeah, like just building that up and I still need to, you know, just keep pushing. I, and I got to take like the emails. When you say like, oh, I've been your significant or doing the emails. I was like, I don't know. She, she's not going to be willing to do that, but I need to get it out to my assistant or something because I, I just, that I, I hate doing like the emails. It's like, <laughs> exactly. I have so many emails to do every day, every day. Mm -hmm. It's like, I love the conversations. I love the the strategizing i love the uh coming up with uh good content could be written video whatever uh, even audio mm. so i love those things so much and I'm, i'm still not on a point yet that i can just say that i can just jump on a stage and just kill it like no preparation yeah. like whatever not there yet because i'm still developing my talk like i i already yeah developed part of it because i've done i don't even know how many podcasts are now right like 20 30 yeah. i don't even know um uh i should probably get a tally of them to be honest <laughs> uh <laughs> and get them all together uh, because that 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 obviously has helped me a lot and given that i do pr all that stuff right yeah. i'm telling people stories all the time so i learn from that i mean i talk yeah. to people like you i talk to people you know like yep. similar than you right like a lot of different <laughs> ways right like they have their talks and stuff so Yep. But yeah, I'm on my way though. I'm on my way. Right? Hell yeah! See, and I want like I want to be fully transparent too. So because I was that person that would just talk, like I was a speaker. You know, I wasn't a storyteller. So I, I don't know if you're familiar with Eric Thomas, the the motivational speaker. Sounds like familiar, but that's not a common name. So <laughs> yeah, he's he's dynamic. He's a very dynamic speaker. But in 2017, I joined his speaker boot camp, and it changed everything. Like I spent $3,000 for this one weekend because I, I was like, he's one of, one of the best speakers in the world. I was like, I, ha I have to get down there. And I, I couldn't afford it. It's like I had to definitely rob Peter to pay Paul to, to make it down to Atlanta to get to this thing. But like I said, it, it changed everything. And so I get down there. There's 41 people there. And I, I got to speak on the second day, which was good because Eric Thomas himself was actually there on the second day. And I was like, I good. I was like, I need to rock out in front of this, in front of this dude. And so it was my turn to speak. I got up there, did my thing, and I, I thought I did great. Like compared to everyone else, I felt like I, I was the best speaker there. And there's nothing wrong with saying that. Like, like that's not cocky. There's like when you're a speaker, you have to believe in what you do. Like you have to get on stage. You have to exude confidence if you want a thousand other people to feed off of your talk, right? So. So I get back to Boston and I'm driving back down here to Rhode Island and Eric Thomas's CEO calls me and he's like, Hey Robert, you know, this is CJ. I just wanted to thank you for coming down. He's like, I got to tell you, he's like, out of everyone, he said, you are far and away the most polished speaker there. And I was feeling myself for a second. I was like, okay, all right, go on. But then he paused and you know, when there's a pause it's usually not something good coming after the pause. So he says, you're my most frustrating student and I was like okay I'm I'm listening like you just told me I rocked out but I'm listening but he said your story was so polished he said you can tell you probably told that story 500 a thousand 1500 times he said but there was no emotion in it he said he said you have all the tools 
to command $20,000 plus per speech. He's like, but if, unless you transform people, unless you touch them emotionally, he's like, you're never going to get paid that much money. And I was like, wow. And then he just started giving me examples. He's like, you know, you were talking about your wife being pregnant with twins when you lost your job. He's like, and you just glossed over it. He's like, there was so much more there that the audience needed to hear. And he just started breaking it down. And and that, that was where I made the shift from speaker to storyteller. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I, I need to create a framework. And I worked on this over the last two years. Like I would do it, go back to the drawing board, do it again, put a couple of test people through, go back to, to the drawing board. Cause like, I don't want to just copy theirs. Like I, I want to make up my own. And after two years, like I got it down now. Like everyone that goes through this, this framework, they they come out of it with, with a whole new perspective on how to tell their story and which parts of their stories to tell. You know, like which even ones to emphasize, you, right? Like not just to tell, yeah. but emphasize like like the feedback that you got, right? Yeah, because like if I talk about my knee story, if I talk about the kidney donation, if I talk about being inducted into my high school athletic hall of fame, like there's so many different different things I can speak about with each story. So it's not like I can only talk about overcoming the odds with my knee story. Like that's not true. Like I was saying earlier, it's not the what, it's the how. So going back to the example I used, like if someone's been on a job for 20 years and then they suddenly lose the job, you know, like they, they, a lot of people have to rediscover themselves because like their job has become their identity. And so now you lose that job and like you're at a crossroad and you have to rebuild yourself. And that's no different than me learning to walk again, learning to jog again, learning to run again, learning to jump again, learning to compete again. See, so it's in that how where we're going to relate to our audience. I love it. I mean, I gotta have to to take that assessment that you have, man. Because uh, I know that you have like an assessment, by the way. Like, so for the audience to know, uh, and this is one of the things that uh, to to kind of funnel to you. I, I believe that that's how you like. So, can you yep. can you can you speak on that? Because you know that just came to mind, and and I yeah. really want to do it myself, and hopefully, yep. uh, people in the audience. Yeah, so the framework is free. So it, it's at my website. It's robertdfoster.com. You just fill in your, your information, and it, it's an immediate download. So it's, it's four modules. Now, when you're going through it, it's, some of the questions are going to seem like, why does he need to know that? But just trust me, because even the test people that I put, the very first person I put through, he was messaging me. He's like, he's like I, don't, I don't understand why you're asking some of these things. I'm like, just fill it out completely. Like, and then once you get through the four modules, we'll get on the phone, we'll spend a half an hour, and we'll tie it all in together. And that is also free. So then from there, if you still need more guidance, then yeah, I have other programs to, to where, to where I, I can guide you. But the first step is I just want to show you my proof of concept. That's why I'm willing to do it for free. That's why I'm willing to give my time for free. And at the end of that, once those four modules were done, and then once we, we map out your signature talk, you'll get to share it on my podcast. And then I have 10 other podcast hosts that I work with. And I can even add you if you want, if you want to get on that list to where you'll get booked on at least 10 other podcasts and you'll get my podcast pitch template and we'll get you practicing that speech. And then from there, 
you don't know where it can go. If you want to blog, if you want to turn it into a book, if you want to start your own podcast, if you want to try to get booked in the media, there's so many different ways we can help you capitalize on that story so you can get your message out to the people that need to hear it. Yeah, and we, we had this conversation before too, that, and that's why I wanted to have you in my podcast uh, because I think that after you have developed your story, everything else becomes easier. Marketing, yeah. PR, oh, yeah. uh, like doing a book, uh, doing uh, going to speaking, right? Doing your, yeah. your TED Talk, like all those different things. After you yeah. have your story, then it's mm -hmm. just a matter of depending on where you are and how you adjust it to relate to the right people. But you already have your story. You already know how to, you're going to bring the emotion. And then and then it's just a matter of ramifications on how do you relate it to different people in different ways yeah. and like slightly variations. So, but, but you have your core, right? So yeah. that's why I think it's very important to really nail down that story. And then after that, like the rest is, is pretty easy. So, I mean, I commend you for what you're doing. I really like it. I mean, I'm gonna go through your process too, because I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, dude, like I, 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 I've talked to you twice now, and and uh, it's really very, very impactful, uh, very articulated, and and that's something that I'm, I'm. There's always room for improvement, right? Like I keep talking with different people. I have clients that are coaches on on their voice and your tonality and how to this the art of the oh, presence yeah. and all. Right, like everybody has a different spin <laughs> things, but for me storytelling it's like the main thing for everything because that's how we do marketing strategy right yeah. so that's why I, I, I like we use it to uh to 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 explain things we use it uh for them for my clients right to to explain yeah. things to them their clients yeah. or their potential prospects like storytelling is like i said in the beginning of this podcast it, it is like normal human thing like before yeah. the internet and all the like even books like we were just natural storytellers. And then when there, yeah. there was books for a while that only certain people could read because not many people could read. So we've been like so many thousands of years, like just telling stories to each other that yep. it's, 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 a, it's, it's, it's part of who we are, right? Yeah, like all this oldest stuff, form of entertainment. Yeah. All this in, 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 in education, right? Like, and that's why like in our brains are so, interesting because it's not like a computer you feed it it's there and that's it like you need yeah. to have emotion attached to things so you remember them because yep. if not like if you think about it most of the things we read listen uh or, or like see like we don't remember it like most yeah. of the things we just remember the things that they stood out so that's yeah. why bringing that emotion that's how you can then attach it it's like oh like i, I remember feeling frustrated i remember feeling sad i remember and, and yeah. that's when you remember what's happening at that time because of that emotion so yeah you know, like, it's damn I, I love storytelling i'm definitely you know <laughs> telling like the audience like should definitely check 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 out that i'm no i'm gonna be doing it uh, myself so to see you know like uh, I want to see where we're at with those things because it's something that I'm very intentional about and then bringing that, that knowledge to my clients too so that way we can you know I do I do books and everything and, and I have very talented people in my in my uh, in my team that they're very good at storytelling but then you know there's always room for improvement there's always ways that yeah. I could learn from other people and bring that perspective then to my team to my clients uh, and then my future clients right and hopefully yeah, they here and with storytelling too, like you were saying, it's in every facet of life, whether you're interviewing for a job, whether you're interviewing someone to join your team, whether you're, you know, brand messaging, 
whether you're doing a, a product pitch to an investor, like it's all storytelling, whether you're, you're trying to sell someone something like, you know, used car salesmen get a bad rep, but if a family comes, you want to, you want to get their needs. You know, you don't want to just sell them a car. It's like, all right, what are you looking for? And get that story. You know, like how many kids do you have? What's your commute to work? You know, like, like if they just come, if you walk on the line, they just start showing you cars. That's not the right person you want to go to. When they actually take a vested interest in what you need, you know, that too is a form of storytelling. It's like, what do you need? Like when people come into my gym, you know how many people I sold memberships without ever giving them a tour of the gym? You know, because I tell them, I'm like, I'm like, you're not coming here for treadmills and ellipticals in freeways. You're not coming here for that. You're like you you clicked on my ad, you submitted your information, you booked an appointment, you waited for the appointment, you showed up to the appointment. Right? There's a reason why you did all that. And so we sat down and I get their story. Like why did you click on my ad? What stood out to you? You know, what what tugged at your heartstrings? You know, why did you put your, your information in? You know, and so once I get all of that info I don't even have to do a sales pitch. I just say that and going back to the, your story isn't about you. Once I get their story, then I tie in how I can help them. Like, all right, all right, you know, Mr. Or Mr. Jones. So your doctor said you're borderline type two diabetic and your blood pressure is kind of high. So if you train with me three days per week and I just go right down the list telling him what he just told me. So we want to get you off meds. You want to be down 20 pounds so you feel more comfortable in your clothing, right? I didn't say anything about state-of-the-art equipment or open 24 hours or we have canning booths. Like, that's the stuff people don't care about. They want to know, how can you help me? And the best way you can help them is by painting the story. So here, you are here. Now, I want you to visualize yourself in those size 32 pants. How does that feel? Does it make you smile? How does your wife look at you in those size 32 pants, right? That's what's going to get people to take action, you know, to just sit there and say, well, our gym has been here for X amount of years and we've helped X amount of thousands of people. They don't care about that, right? You want, you want them to visualize that, that woman, get back into that two-piece. You're walking down the beach. You see guys turning their heads again. How does that make you feel? Like, what would it mean for you to have that moment again? You know, so this is how my program can help you. Like, that's the power of storytelling. So w- when you have that down, you don't ever have to sell again. So it's like, what do you want? Okay, this is what you want. This is how I can help you. This is how much it costs. Are you ready to get started? Like, that's the process. Yeah, because you already address the, the pain point i don't know you address the pain points and stuff like i i really i really like storytelling uh because it's not a matter of you know being salesy it's a matter of like just look what what motivate you to do these things right to to get to here i really like it yep. you know i was you know very um make, making mental notes out of this and, and it's things that you know i always i always tell people uh but it's just you can never learn enough about this it's, it's just so much so thank you thank you for taking the time uh, Robert, like you, you did a, a great job here explaining uh, storytelling, why it's important, frameworks, and attaching it to your story and how it relates to other people. And, and I know that I learned, and I so I know that there's going to be people that will learn too, because I am always sharing stories and stuff. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I know that there's a lot of value if there was a value for even for me. So, 
thank you thank you for for taking the time it was uh, it's been uh it's been a good time awesome thanks for having me appreciate it yeah so um the, the uh, audience you know like uh, people are listening and, or watching the video on youtube uh, remember to go robertbfoster.com for the uh, the assessment uh, and then uh, you can see it if you're watching the video, Shut Up and Grind with Robert B. Foster for his podcast. Anything else you want to plug in? Which we'll be seeing you on that show soon. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be there. I'm, I'm excited to tell you my story uh, and, and take it from, from there. I mean, it's, it, I told you a little bit in here, but I, I you know, we're going to get deep way. Oh, yeah, 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 we're going to go <laughs> way deeper there. Because <laughs> yeah, when you're going to be doing the questions, it's, I know, I know, like I can tell already that you're going to, you're going to get deep and I'm looking forward yep. to it. So thanks, thanks again for, for taking the time. This was good. And I look forward to speaking with you again. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. So this was Robert B. Foster and Fu, and this is us signing off. Thanks for listening to Moments with Foo with your host, Foo. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and we will see you on the next episode.